lovelies and welcome to another mini episode of Primed for Crime. I am your host Liv and I'm very excited to have you here and hope you enjoy today's case. So today's case is about a 59 year old woman named Mary Abby Flynn who was making preparations to host a Super Bowl party for her friends at her vacation home. However when some of her friends arrived Mary was nowhere to be found. Before we get into the case, I just want to state that everything I talk about today is information I have found online and I mean no disrespect to anybody involved or mentioned. So, let's begin. This is the disappearance of Mary Abby Flynn. Mary Abby Flynn was born on July 15th, 1960, making her 59 years old at the time of her disappearance. Mary was living in Gloucester, Massachusetts after retiring as a nurse and she was also the mother of three adult children. One lives in New York and the two others are away at college. Mary also had a loving husband named Richard, or Rich as most people call him. And Mary split her time between Houston, Texas, where Rich was working as a radiologist, and her vacation home on St. Louis Avenue in Gloucester. She was loved by many and described as an outdoor enthusiast, especially seen as she was a wildlife nature photographer and an avid hiker. So on February 2nd, 2020, she was preparing to host a Super Bowl party for her friends at her vacation home. So after she had finished preparations for dinner, she decided to give her son a phone call at around 4pm and she told him that she was considering going for a walk before her friends arrived and that she might go to the Farrington Avenue near Gloucester Harbour. So just over two hours go by and it is now around 6pm and this is when the other guests arrive, all excited to see their friend and watch the big game together. However, Mary was nowhere to be found. Now, I can't seem to find a whole lot of information about these friends that arrived, or, you know, small things like if the door was unlocked, what did they, you know, how did they get in? You know, I've read over multiple news articles online, and I seem to be getting some conflicting information about timelines. So on some that I've read, it says Mary phoned her son at 2.40 and her friends came at 3, 4.30, sorry. But the others say that she phoned him at 4 and the friends came at 6. So honestly, I'm not entirely sure which one is correct, but I just thought I'd let you know. Um, I mean, in this case, it's not had a huge amount of media coverage. Like I said, there's a few articles. But there is one from Gloucester Times itself, which I've tried to click on, but for some reason it's it won't let me access the page, which is very frustrating. But when I look at it online, you can like see the little thing underneath the title. It says, Flynn told her son at around 4pm that. And that's all I can see. So I think logically <laughs> I'm going to stick with this timing as that is from the local news at the time in the area where Mary went missing. So now we've got that over with. There was another article from Oxygen True Crime also, and this has the same timing and also quotes from the police in Gloucester. So again, this is what I'm going to be basing it off. So like I just said, two of them arrived at around 6pm and Mary was nowhere to be found. But it was very clear to her friends that she had been preparing for the Super Bowl party. 
So the guests wait around for a little while, you know, maybe Mary had just nipped to a neighbour, I don't know, just thinking of the most reasonable reason, if you will, as to why she isn't in the house. However, they started to become really concerned when they couldn't get into contact with her and she still hadn't returned. And this is when they decided to call the Gloucester Police Department and file a missing persons report. That same night, authorities started an extensive search of the area where Mary might have been at the time of her disappearance. The Farrington Avenue that was mentioned to her son was also searched and, you know, this particular area is covered in forest and coastline which might to some people seem a bit of a weird choice for someone who was trying to kill time but You know, you can't forget that Mary loved the outdoors. She loved hiking. She'd been in this area her whole life. She knew the area really well. So the authorities searched top to bottom. They searched paths, wooded areas, coastline, local trail systems. But again, Mary was nowhere. There was no trace of if she was there or where she is now. However, there is one thing that we do know, and that is uh, that Mary's phone was found left on the kitchen counter when her friends arrived, and there was still food in the oven, and it was relatively warm. She'd also left behind her keys, her purse, and her dog. Now, again, like I said a minute ago, I'm interested in knowing whether the door was unlocked, did her friends just walk in, because maybe if it was unlocked, maybe she left in a hurry. Um... There's, like I said, there's a lot of questions, not a lot of answers with this case, but I would be very intrigued to know whether the door was locked. So with regards for the search, following the initial huge search that involved fire rescue crews, US Coast Guards, canine units, various police departments, all sorts, it just went cold and there wasn't anything to go off. And soon after both the water and the ground search efforts were suspended, um, the Gloucester police just stated that they were still continuing to kind of canvas the surrounding areas. So obviously I've been trying to do a little bit of digging and I did come across a Reddit post from Without a Trace and I do recommend going uh, and looking through it. So I was reading through some of the comments just trying to see what other people were thinking and I came across one person who said, quote, I have friends in Gloucester, they have not heard a peep, this is the quietest case. No local media is doing anything on Abby's case, so I came here, end quote. Which is so crazy to think, you know, barely any news media on this, which blows my mind, like how can somebody just disappear into thin air and nobody is talking about it? Um, And there are a few other theories, for example, the main one is the water theory, um, with her walking down by the coastline. And there's a fair few people that suspect that Mary somehow drowned, or possibly went in on purpose. Um, It was high tide when she took her walk, and obviously the coastline is full of rocks, which would be slippy, the lighting wouldn't have been very good at that time. So maybe she slipped into the water, or again, maybe on purpose. But then I still question... If she was planning to do this on her own, take her own life, then why would why would she prepare this party for her friends? Why would she go through all of this trouble of preparing food in the oven, etc, etc, inviting her friends around? I mean, even if she was just going for a walk, why would she leave her phone at home if she knew that she had people coming over? Or even a dog, why would... I mean, obviously, if you've got a dog, you'd think that if she was going for a walk, she'd take the dog. So it's crazy and 
there's a lot on this Reddit post. And there was another question that came up, and that was, why would Mary, who was native to this area and spends a lot of time outside, go near the rocky shore in these sort of conditions? Um, that was what somebody, one of the users put. And yes, I can absolutely agree with that. It seems almost irresponsible, but maybe this is exactly why. So I've just taken a quote from another user who commented underneath this and it said, quote, she would walk there because she's been there her whole life and she spends a lot of time outdoors. She felt confident to walk along the rocky shore, end quote. And I can completely see that if, you know, if you're from an area, you go there regularly, you know, it's like I drive the same roads to work multiple times a week and it's a long drive. It's about an hour to and from my uh, work and home. And there's one part of my drive and it's like these really windy up and down tight roads, but I know it like the back of my hand. I feel confident driving, maybe slightly faster than the average person who didn't know the roads would. Obviously, still within the speed limit, still driving safely, but people who don't know it as much or are new to it might not. I mean, for example, Monday morning, half five in the morning, I was driving past Um, somebody had unfortunately gone through a wall and flipped over their car and it happens so much on that road I mean there was at one point there was two cars that had just been left in the field that had been flipped over on this one particular bend everyone seems to crash us on Um, so I can get it I kind of I do agree but I don't agree do we think she went in the water possibly but then the whole thing at home the scene doesn't make sense leaving a phone leaving a keys and a dog and having prepared all this food asking for a friend to come round i just it, nothing makes sense um so with no particular evidence there's no motive for foul play no signs of where she might be there's no leads Abby Mary Flynn's disappearance does remain unsolved and she is still classified as missing. I'm going to try and put some contact details in the description below if anybody has any information on anything on this case. um, I really do hope that she is found uh, but that does conclude today's today's mini episode. Like I said it really was a mini one. Um, Not a lot of coverage at all which is quite unfortunate to be honest because you'd have thought with a case like this it would have hopefully we might get some more information soon you know these sort of cases can go years decades without knowing and then it's solved um so I really do have my fingers crossed for Mary and like I said we might know we might not but I hope you enjoyed today's mini case um, if you would like more true crime, please head over to the Prime for Crime TikTok where I post small snippets of cases daily. Also continuing with the Serial Killer series, so go and check that out if you are interested. And I will see you next Monday for a longer, hopefully, normal case. Actually, I think it will be longer. I have already written it. Um, it's very interesting. It's... I don't know if I should tell you. Um do I tell you? No, I'm not going to tell you, but it involves snakes. So if you know anything about true crime or, you know, you watch every single documentary about it possibly, then you might know what it is. But it does have to do with snakes. So I'm going to leave you with that thought and yeah, I'll see you on Monday. See you later.